Hi guys, this is Jada May and welcome to the Jada May Diaries. Welcome back to the Jada May Diaries. I want to start off by saying yesterday I listened to three whole minutes of somebody else's podcast and I come prepared this week. Um, So today I want to get started on like the actual discussion portion because, you know, the last episode was just an introduction. Today, I just I want to jump straight in, start doing a discussion. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to get into that. So before I get started with the actual discussion, I want to preface it by saying, yes, I am a lighter skinned black girl. Um, I say that so specifically, including the skin tone and all of that, because all of that is going to be relevant to today's discussion. Now, where does today's discussion even come from? It doesn't come from out of nowhere, first of all. It doesn't come from, you know, just because it's Black History Month. It's actually quite funny because a a couple of weeks ago, my friend actually asked me, you know, can you write something down for my podcast? She was doing her episode on societal norms and I was like, okay, what do you want me to talk about? Do you want me to talk about beauty standards or anything like that? And she was like, you know what, whatever you want. And I decided to talk about beauty standards. But I realized, I noticed when I talked about beauty standards, I kept going into beauty standards regarding me as a black girl. And it was just so interesting to me. And I wrote it down and... You remember how I said last week that I wanted to be more organized this week? Well, today I actually have something written down to reference. So, yes, I come prepared this week. So I'm excited about today's discussion. It's going to be based around the beauty standards uh, as a black girl and me specifically as a lighter skinned black girl that I face. So let's just get right into it. So the part that I wrote down for my friend's podcast, I'm going to call it a black girl rant, but rant in relation to, well, meaning talking about something that you're passionate about. You know, I'm disclaimer. This is not your opportunity to call me the angry black girl. Okay. I'm reclaiming the word. Anyways, let me see where it is. Is this where it? Okay. Here we go. It is very easy to feel insecure as a black girl, whether you're light skinned, dark skinned, thick or thin. Society wants you, wants me as a black girl to feel bad about ourselves. That's why we're stereotyped as strong, because how can so many of us be so confident when everything is fighting against us? But if I'm talking specifics, I've had some negative thoughts about myself regarding my race, like even recently. I would feel like I wasn't pretty enough or I wasn't special because I'm not mixed. People have asked me if I was before, but it doesn't change the fact that I'm not. You know, I used to not care. It wasn't until I grew up and saw mixed girls be used heavily in the media and be given such a positive image. They're seen as beautiful and special, and they're definitely seen as better than fully black girls. It wasn't until recently when I realized how romanticized they are. In this day and age, there's more mixed representation than black representation. There's Zendaya who gets offered every acting role available. 
Beyonce, who's often considered the most beautiful woman in the world, Miss Mulatto, Doja Cat, Saweetie, Kehlani, Queen Naija, LMA, Nicki Minaj, there's Janae Aiko who's mixed with like five different things. And that's just a few names. These women are every little black boy's dream girls and they are constantly being pushed forth in the media. Meanwhile, fully black women like Megan Thee Stallion, Normani Corday, Ari Lennox, and Tiana Taylor are viewed as unattractive and are constantly being insulted by members of their own community. The media is constantly sending the message that being just black is not enough, especially to young black women like myself. That's why some black girls are constantly fishing for a trace of non-black DNA to tell people about. We want to be seen as beautiful and special too. We want to be seen as enough. Is that too much to ask? Okay, so the first thing that I want to address about my piece is all the comments that I made about mixed people or mixed girls because I know that a lot of that can be misconstrued and people could really take offense to that. And I just want to clear all of that up. So the very, very first thing is I did allude a lot to mixed privilege. Um, you know, say that mixed people are treated better or seen as better than black people. However, I am not at all comparing mixed privilege to white privilege. Um, I hate when people compare light skin privilege to white privilege, so I wouldn't do the same. You know, a lot of this is mostly is mostly beauty that I'm talking about, while white privilege is much more than that. Anyways, the next thing is you can definitely be biracial or mixed and be insecure about your race. I was not at all saying that you can't be in my piece. You know, I've watched a lot of interviews in which Miss Mulatto has talked about racial insecurity and identity crisis in like many, many different times she said that. I'm just talking about my insecurity in relation to mixed girls being the standard. And yes, I do understand that you can be the beauty standard and still be insecure. I am not saying that you can't be at all. The next thing is mixed people definitely deserve their representation as well. I'm not saying that they don't, nor am I saying that they're the that they are the default setting. Because once again, I am not comparing mixed privilege to white privilege. I am simply saying that I wish there was as much black representation as mixed representation because once again, biracial is considered more beautiful and special than black in society. <clears throat> uh, I think this is the last thing. All the women that I named, Beyonce, Zendaya, Janae Aiko, all of them, I, I was not saying that they're successful just because they're mixed at all. I think they are very, very talented women. I just think being biracial plays a part because like I said, mixed girls are considered to be top tier attractive and a lot of women's success is based on how they look. Meaning that in society, we're taught that in order to be successful, we have to be conventionally pretty and being biracial adds to your beauty in the eyes of society. So all that I just wanted to clear up. Now that I addressed all the comments I made that might cause controversy, I want to move into uh, discussing and elaborating on the actual piece. So here's the first thing I want to say. I am a lighter skinned black girl 
and I understand that I will never know what it's like to be at the bottom of the totem pole, aka a darker skinned black girl in today's society. I will never understand their struggles. I will never understand being ridiculed for my skin tone or being talked down on in, in rap lyrics. And I understand that I will never understand. You know, I used to think that lighter skinned girls like myself were at the very, very <clears throat> top as far as privilege went in the black community because a lot of mixed girls are lighter skinned too. So like, what is the difference? But now that I'm now that I'm older, I realize there is a big difference. You know, I'm so glad that we're starting to have this conversation about colorism in the black community. Um, but we have to realize that it's not the only thing. Featureism plays a part in black beauty standards as well, which is where mixed privilege comes in. Because a lot of mixed people, those who are mixed with black and white, tend to express European features, or if you're not mixed, if you're mixed with black and something other than white, foreign features in general. Um, I made a TikTok not too long ago, actually, where I discussed black women, especially darker skinned black women, not being seen as attractive unless they have like green eyes or, or hair that goes to their waist or anything like that. And I said it all goes back to when Lil Wayne if 50 Cent were saying, oh, black girls are not exotic enough. And this is the type of slander that I was talking about in my piece, especially when I said being just black is not enough. You know, society tells us, oh, you can be black. You just have to look like a white girl dipped in chocolate or, or you can be black. You just can't have brown eyes or you're not exotic enough. My thing is like, why do we have to be exotic? I can't have regular dark brown hair, dark brown skin, dark brown eyes and be pretty. I have to be an Asian girl with curly hair and slightly darker skin to be pretty. I have to have 10 different ethnicities in my DNA to be pretty. It makes no sense. You know, people may look at lighter skinned black girls like myself and say, Oh, people ask you if you're mixed all the time. So you basically get all the same privileges, right? But that's not the way it works. People may ask me that, yes. But I still find myself comparing my features to the features of a mixed girl. I don't have that same element of the combination of European and African features. I'm really just black. And the only thing is I'm not dark skinned and I don't have a 4C Afro. That's the real reason people ask me if I'm mixed because a lot of people think that fully black just comes in one form. But back to the comparison, like I said, it really didn't start until recently because when I was younger, I was, I was, you know, oblivious. I would see girls like Madison Pettis on TV and I would say, oh, she looks just like me. But now I realize we look nothing alike. Her skin's lighter. Her curl pattern is looser. She is closer to the standard. You take away the curly hair, that girl could be white passing. And it gets worse when people compare me to mixed girls all the time. And I understand 
that people people do mean well by it because the young women I'm compared to are they're beautiful. I've heard it all. I've heard Zendaya once or twice, believe it or not. Madison Pettis, Janae Aiko. I get LMA all the time, Kiana Lede, and maybe Yara Shahidi like once, but it is so detrimental. Because I'm like, thank you, but I will never look like Zendaya. I don't have the European in me to look like Zendaya. I definitely will never look like Janae, nor have I ever. I would have probably believed people who said things like that if they told me when I was little. And I thought, you know, Zendaya was the Disney girl that I looked closest to. But like now, I realize that I identify with Sky Jackson more than I could ever identify with Zendaya. And Sky Jackson is beautiful, but like I said, fully black girls are not the standard. And it hurts to be con- compared to these women who are considered perfect, especially knowing that I look nothing like them. And that's just my truth. Okay, you guys, that is it for today's discussion. Uh, I didn't want it to be too, too long. I just wanted to, you know, um, put my perspective out there um i want to thank you all for listening but there's a few things that i want to talk about and address before we close out so the first thing is the fact that i kept referring to the fact that i am a lighter skinned black girl and i kept saying that that was not a way for me to brag or anything like that or you know Oh, I just want everyone to know that I'm light-skinned. Like, no. Like, I already stated in the beginning of the episode that the reason why I stated my skin tone was because it was, in fact, very relevant to the topic that I was talking about. And I also, I really just said it to give my, to give it some perspective. You know, this is coming from my viewpoint, my perspective as a lighter-skinned black girl. I'm more than likely not going to have the same viewpoint on beauty standards as a mixed girl, nor will I have the same viewpoint as a darker skinned girl. Um, so I can't speak from anybody else's perspective, but my own. Um, and that's really why I just kept referencing it. It wasn't to be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm this, I'm at the top of the total pole. Cause like, who would, who brags about that? Well, I'm sure somebody does, but I don't. But anyways, that's, I understand if it might have sounded annoying at some point, but I just had to keep, I had to, I had to give it some perspective. So that's the first thing. Um, Next, I just want to say, well, for my episodes and all that, I am going to try to post like once every week. Um, That's kind of the same way it is with my blog. And I don't want any of my episodes to be, like, entirely too long. Um, And so, yeah, I think I'm just going to post once every week. I might switch up up the dates. Um, On my blog, I usually do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I might do the same thing on here. But I don't know. It might just be kind of spontaneous. Because I don't like to give myself something too specific to stick to or I'm not going to be consistent. Like, I don't want to promise you guys something that I can't uh, keep up with. So that's that. Um, 
once again, I want to thank you all for listening. I think that's all for this episode. Um, make sure you follow me <laughs> on Instagram at underscore Jada May. Uh, just spelled the same way it's spelled on here. Uh, TikTok, you could also follow me on there. Jada May underscore underscore. None of it has anything to do with my podcast. Like I haven't even talked about it on there or advertised it or anything. But if you guys just want to keep in touch with me, see how I look or anything like that, you can follow me on, on social media. So thank you all for listening and I will see you in the next one. Thank you.